Other than for the holier than thou who don't like my trucker mouth, I think it resonates with most people because it's 100% genuinely authentically me. Welcome back. Last week, we chatted with storyteller and personal brand builder extraordinaire, Miss Celine Crazan, where we covered authenticity and being a little bit strange or weird and how that strangeness or weirdness or uniqueness, if you will, makes our personal brands truly stand out. This episode, I thought it only apropos to chat about authenticity and what that really means when it comes to developing our personal brands. So let's get into that. There's lots of people talking lately about personal brands, personal branding, how you should put your personal brand out there, be it internally or externally in your business or job. And there's lots of people who are 100% willing to take your money to help you build, in air quotes, that you can't see, your personal brand. But I think all of that is just kind of talk and chatter and nonsense because It's not really other people who can develop your brand. Sure, you know, people can help guide you in a direction or help you roll it out maybe, but ultimately your personal brand development comes down to you and how well you know yourself and your core values and that every single cell in your body truly, authentically, and purely radiates that personal brand for you. Because here's a little secret. If you're not being 100% authentically you, People pick incongruency, and maybe they don't even know what it is that they're picking up, but they are, and they're picking up that incongruency between you telling the world who you are and you actually being who you are, okay? And if there's even the most minute difference between the two, you will continue to struggle developing your personal brand, period. Fight me on it, okay? So, great. Okay, how do we then be authentically ourselves when the world often tells us not to or not to be too much or too extra. (laughs) Look, if you're naturally extra and you're just being you, it comes off just fine. But if you force the extra, if you force the too much, it's disingenuous and people sense it and your brand's going to fall flat and fall short. Being able to be authentically, truly, boldly you requires that you know thyself. And I mean know thyself, okay? It involves you being able to name your core values or golden rules, if you will, and truly, honestly living them each and every day in everything that you do. You know, for me, some of these include doing the right thing, even when that's not the easy thing, or maybe even arguably the best thing for me, because I know that rising tides lift all ships. So why not bring others up if I'm already flying high? I choose kindness, even when people have screamed in my face, tried to make me feel small or less than, you know, when people have intentionally tried to harm me. I have always and will always continue to choose kindness and to go high even when others might go incredibly low. And for the record, I don't fret about any of this because, by the way, just watching the rubber band of karma snap back and slap these people in the face just handles it for me. I don't wish ill on anyone. I just wish fairness. (laughs) And I choose my health and my well-being 
over that of any organization ever. Because if I'm not right and I'm off kilter, there's no possible way I can be the best partner, teammate, dog mom, whatever. It's just not going to happen. I also know from experience that putting others first while sacrificing myself only breeds more people taking from me when they haven't earned it or abusive behavior or toxic relationships. And honestly, I'm just not here for it anymore. Great. So knowing and really living your core values is incredibly important because if you don't, people know it and whether they can pinpoint it or not, they're able to pick it up. And because of that, those people's brands just struggle day in and day out. I can point to all of the people who are, you know, incredibly disingenuous between who they actually are and who they tell the world that they are. Anyway, next, beyond our core values, it's knowing what you're good at and what you're not and owning all of that truly, boldly and authentically. So, you know, when I say this, I don't mean that, you know, you're able to pinpoint and go, I am smart or I am hardworking, or I am organized. Great. Good for you. There's lots of people (laughs) who are all of those things. And I would argue most people are in any of those things in their own right. So no one really gives a shit. Here we're talking about the things that make you stand out, that maybe are a little quirky or abnormal, or dare I say it, strange. There's already people busy being them. Okay, so maybe you can emulate some things that you think are really cool or wonderful that someone does. But you should still always be authentically you. So maybe you're going to pick and pull from a whole bunch of different people that you think are just fabulous and wonderful, but you're going to take that in and you're going to translate that out in a way that works authentically for you. For me, I know this, okay? I'm hyper empathetic and I always strive to meet people where they are in any interaction. Why? Because it lets people know that I genuinely care about them and I can understand where they're coming from or what moves them. And I think that allows for more authentic connection and ability to allow for more open and honest interactions, which generally lead to better outcomes. Maybe not all the time, but most of the time. I would tell you in terms of who I am, I'm also blunt as a two by four in case we haven't picked that up in 25 episodes. You know, I'm kind, but I still am going to tell you like it is. And I don't do this to be brash or domineering or mean or whatever else it is. I do this because I honestly don't have the time for the horseshit and the nonsense that comes with dancing around problems. I always strive to be open and honest, which is sometimes something we don't always see in business or the law. But I find that it cuts through the crap faster and allows me to just get more done, okay? And the key, though, is that I'm also kind while I'm doing all of it. And kindness and niceness, we've said this before, but those are not always the same thing. And sometimes kindness is far more challenging, but ultimately... I choose kindness, which is sometimes the harder thing to tell people, you know, if you're giving them kind, tough love, because I want them to be able to move forward and crush their goals or be happy or whatever it is in their life. And sometimes a little tough love and bluntness is what people need. But I always do it in love and I always do it in kindness. And these are just things that I know about me and I dig in on each and every day. I also know that I'm uncomfortable if I can't dress or act the way that I want to and be truly authentically me and expressing myself. Now, let's be clear. (laughs) Never do I take actions that are based 
in intentional harm, nor do I take them with, you know, some sort of malintent or anything like that. I don't need that bad juju in my life. Do I want to do harmful things to some people sometimes who deserve it? 100%. I'm freaking human. But do I? No, never do. I do, however, swear like a sailor and wear things that bring me joy and love to throw more weight around than is generally socially acceptable for a lady. But alas, <laughs> I honestly act how I act and dress how I dress and talk how I talk and am who I am because it brings me joy. You know, um, I am 100% authentically me from my platinum blonde hair, to my six-pack abs, to my thick-ass thighs, to my sparkles and feathers that are usually covering my body at any point in time that I wear on a daily basis. <laughs> and honestly, other than for the holier-than-thou who don't like my trucker mouth, I think it resonates with most people because it's 100% genuinely, authentically me. I'm not being extra. I'm not being more than. I'm being me, okay? And I think that's why it resonates. And, you know, recently I actually, this whole episode, if you will, was was born out of like the following conversation. But recently I asked a colleague of mine, Jonathan Vinoker, who will probably kill me for listing him on this podcast, but, you know, what I can do to be better or do more of in achieving some of my goals within our firm. And I naturally jokingly said in, in you know, my little way, hey, be less uh, sass mouthy. <laughs> That's probably something I should work on. Um, and he responded with something that just sort of made me smile. And, and he said, Linz, I actually don't know how you do this because you are 100% truly you all the time. And it's not at all off-putting. And he, he said, people adore you for it. And if I did that and I was authentically me all the time, everyone would hate me. <laughs> and while I don't agree with his assessment that people would hate him, because if you actually get to know him, he's got this wonderful, dry, funny sense of humor that can make anyone laugh even on their worst day. Um, but I was sort of moved by what he expressed about, you know, me and wondered why that worked for me so well. And honestly, when I sat and I thought about it, it's just because it's 100% truly, boldly, authentically me. There's no fakeness about that. Like, I like to have the hair color that I have, and I like to wear bright lipstick, and I like to dress how I dress, and I like to say what I say. But I do that for me. And if other people like that, I think that's why my brand works because it's just me. And that's what I encourage everyone to do, just to be them. Whatever that means for them, be that to the greatest degree possible that brings you joy. And you will see, you know, incredible benefit from just doing that. Now, I know some of you are saying, I can't be me in my job or my relationship or my life or whatever the hell it is that you're saying this about because of the consequences or the ramifications that it could have to your career, relationship, job, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and I will challenge you with, well, if you're so happy with your career or your job or your relationship or whatever, why are you coming to someone like me to ask about developing your personal brand to further your career that you apparently are so happy with or your job or your relationship or whatever? If you can't be you in any of the things that you're doing every day, I am just of the belief that you are in the wrong role for you. Like, I will give you these examples. I actually tried to bomb the interviews that I did with various firms and other places when I was thinking about changing careers. And why did I do it? Because I wanted people to know what they were getting into with me. Like, it wasn't some surprise after the fact. So 
one of my interviews, I showed up, <laughs> it was for a law firm, and I showed up in neon orange pants and a bright fur jacket and seven-inch heels and called someone boo during one of my interviews and threw my legs up in the air so a person on a live stream to me who was interviewing me could see my pants and literally tried everything to show them how much of me I was and that I wasn't changing. And they still said, hey, we think you might be a fit here. So, and turns out it was a great fit, right? So I would tell you just to be authentically you. Can everyone get away with like kicking their legs up in the air? No, because if that doesn't work for you, you shouldn't be doing it. But anyway, I tell you all of that because you have to truly be you. Every single cell of your body has to radiate it. And if it doesn't, People pick it up, your brand falls flat, and they just don't want to hear from you. Look, I know it's hard to be 100% authentically you through and through. I've had countless people try to knock me down, spread rumors about me, talk shit about me, whatever, all because they couldn't handle my shine and my light. And for a long time, I worried about what those people could or would or might do to me if I continued to shine and be me because there were consequences with being me with some of these people. And then I realized I just don't want those people to win because they're nothing and they don't matter. And often their bark was just far worse than their bite anyway. But I had to get really comfortable with the fact that some people will hate it when I outgrow or outshine them. And it's going to be the same for each and every one of you. And I also had to get incredibly comfortable that, you know, those people weren't my tribe. And even if I wanted them to be so desperately down at my core, they still weren't. And ultimately, their opinion did not and should not matter. And that was a big moment. At the end of the day, I needed to believe in and love me and the things I was working on more than I cared about what others thought of me. And that seems basic, but that's so hard to do. And that takes a lot of work. But you know what? No one controls your destiny. You do. So why not do it, do it being authentically you from the top of your head to the bottom of your shoes? And more importantly, from the inside out. If you're doing that, the people who don't matter will fade away from your life and you and your brand will shine like the star that you are and that you are meant to be. But only when you are truly, boldly, authentically you does this happen. So know thyself, know what you're good at, and know what moves you. And don't you dare let anyone dim that shine. Until next week, thanks for listening. And don't just be bold, be bolder. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Insta at BeBolderCast or visit our blog at TheBolderLife.com. If you have questions or suggestions for me, leave me a message at 614-706-6693. 